They're sitting on a couch. It's usually just two characters, or sometimes three characters. And they're always talking and sitting. They're just sitting in a chair. Pacing sucks, there's no style to anything. It's so boring. From the concrete shores of Arlington, Texas, this is the Approximate Podcast. With your hosts, Jamie French and Orion Quest. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave that out of the way for a second. Oh, gotta fix it. It's oh no, oh this ain't working right. Oh, this ain't working right. Must reach utility belt. Oh, oh, fading, 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 fading. Looking at <clears> the light. All right. Let's you, do the damn thing. You got the thing pulled up that you need. Mm-hmm. It looks like a calendar. What do you got? Is that useful information for you for the show? Yes, it is. Is it? I don't see any text. I just see square boxes. How's that going to help you? It helps me out with my, my tic-tac-toe fish that I got. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name's Jamie French, and I'm here with my co-host, Orion Quest. Hey. Shut up. <laughs> no, matter how, no matter how quiet from now on, you just go, no, just go like this. <laughs> my co-host, Orion Quest. Okay, so... Uh, <clears throat> Okay, dude, I went to uh, I went to Seven Eleven last night. Uh, I, it was about I don't know about eleven uh, fifty. Right. It was just before midnight. I got a hankering for nachos, as you do, and uh, and so I I called a Lyft driver and I had him take me up to the Seven Eleven. So I get out of the car, I go inside the establishment. There's a Seven Eleven just a few blocks away from my house, and. Well, to be honest, at night it's not—it's not the best Seven Eleven in the world. It's—it's <laughs> uh, it's a little dicey. It's a franchise, so it's not like—it's not overseen by the Seven Eleven Corporation. It is a—it's um, a franchise run by somebody who really doesn't give a fuck. So you take your chances at the Seven Eleven after a certain time of night, and I took my chances. I went to this and I wanted to get nachos. And I, I go in, and the place is dead quiet. There's just an employee and me. And uh, so I, I go to the back where they keep the, the little food, play with it. They got the uh, hot dogs and the nachos and all that. And I notice something right away. Um, there's shit tons of overstock everywhere. And, like, you know, like... There's pallets of soda and pallets of food, and, and it's just kind of, it's like the you can't navigate the store, no. you know? And it's, so, like, shit's not being done in the store. Hey, well, fuck it, I don't care about that. I'm just, I just want my nachos, so I just go to the nacho area. And um, and then I, I get to the, the nacho place, <laughs> and, and I look at... I, I noticed something funky right away. All the ingredients are fucked off. Nobody, like, nobody refilled anything. Okay, well, I get it. It's late at night, you know. Uh, there's shit to be done, but obviously hasn't been done. I look at the lady, because that's what it is. It's just a single employee. It's a lady who is, um, oh, I'd say about probably close to 40, if not 40-ish, um, 
who is never looked up at me, never said hi or hello or whatever. Um, and and I see her there, and she's on her phone. She's just messing with shit. And I so I I I, I say to her, uh, hey, you know, uh, there's no like I wanted jalapenos on my nachos. I I look at the the spread that they have. Nothing, nothing is there. I just want the jalapenos. I said, well, the, the excuse me, ma'am, your your jalapenos are out. She didn't look up at me. She's tinkering with her phone. She's actually like doing the speech to text thing into her phone, not paying attention to her customer whatsoever. And so I had to like say it twice. Ex- excuse me, ma'am. Like I had to like put that shitty whiny voice just to get some service here. And and then she looks up and she, she smiles. You know, it's fair enough. She smiles and she says, hey, what, what's up? I said, there, there's no jalapeno. You guys are out of jalapenos. I'm, I'm about to make nachos here. You guys are out of jalapenos. She says, oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Looks back at her phone. And then what she does is she proceeds to not fill up the nacho or the uh, jalapeno uh, tray with fresh jalapenos. What she does is she opens a, a pack of jalapenos and puts a handful of them into a hot dog receptacle and then hands that receptacle to me. A, she doesn't know how many jalapenos I want. <laughs> It happened to be just less than enough. <laughs> but B, more importantly, if the jalapeno thing is out, you fucking fill it with jalapenos. That's that's just that's part of your job. You just fill the thing with the jalapenos. But it's hold on, hold on. That's it's building up to a thing. Hold on, it's building up to a thing. You're disappointing me already. Wait, what? what? I want to know what really happened. You saw her talk with her text to her phone, <laughs> and like you've done a thousand times on this podcast, you just walk over and just open a pack of gum and just chew it and go, you're talking on your fucking phone. Why are you talking on your phone? Uh, you your know what? To be done. At you're first, talking on your phone. No, seriously, dude. At first... I was giving her the benefit of the doubt because I understand what a drag it is to work in an establishment like 7-Eleven at midnight. And, and you know, it's it feels like a, you know, a t- it feels like the kind of time where you can kind of skirt res- responsibilities for a little bit. You know, there's not a whole lot going on. You don't have a lot of customers. You can take some time to text your buddy. I get it. So I don't, immediately, I don't fuck with her about that in my brains. But it does irk me a tiny bit, like 10%. It irks me tiny, 10%. But so I say, I, I would like uh, some jalapenos. They're, your thing is empty. So she, she handfuls me some jalapenos into a big bite container. And then hands that to me. <laughs> so, okay. So I just take it gracefully. <laughs> Next time she will show you the dance of her people. <laughs> and she goes back to her phone. So I grab the nacho thing, okay? And I, I, I open it up and I take the little, because you got to, you know, you make your nachos. You got to take the wrapper off. You got to open the little bin and you got to start putting all your condiments on it. So I, I take the little plastic wrapper off okay so i look around well there's hold on wait a wait a minute there's where's the trash can 
no trash can. They're reorganizing the store, and they had put a big shelf right in front of where the trash can used to be. This is bad planning. <laughs> this is not good. So I can't find a trash can. So I says to the lady, again, I have to, this is going to be a reoccurring theme. I, I says to the lady, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, ma'am. She looks up from her phone after a good moment. <laughs> and she says, what's up? I said, well, there used to be a, there used to be a like trash thing. here. I got this trash. I'm trying to make my nachos and I got to put the trash away. And she says, Oh, well, the trash, the trash cans over way on the other side of the store by the Slurpees, that's where the, that's now where the trash thing is. I said, well, I, well, I have trash here. And she says, just hand it to me, honey. And, and I take my trash and I put it in her hands. <laughs> Remember, she's, she has to serve people food and stuff. This is not health code stuff at this See, point. We're, we're breaking health code now. Yeah, you're not, you're not <laughs> even thinking. Keep in mind. This is the same lady that just handed you a hand <laughs> full of jalapenos. <laughs> and now you have to think to yourself, that's that's not good. So I do. I saw I say, okay, look, again, I, I rationalize it. I say, okay, it's late at night. They're reorganizing the store. The trash bin isn't available to me where it usually is, where it ought to be, where food is served. Where you, where a customer preps their Seven Eleven food, you'd think there'd be a trash can. But okay, I'll let it slide. Get it, you know. In a week or two, it might be completely fine, and everything's reorganized, and there is a trash can where there needs to be one. So I hand her my trash, and then I go back to my business of making my nachos. So first thing I do is I sprinkle some of the uh, jalapenos onto my nachos. Okay, great, fine. Being very, um, uh, uh, I'm not being liberal with the spread of the jalapenos that I'm putting on my nachos because I know I don't have a lot to spare. And this is going to have to happen in layers because it's nachos and you got to make them right. <laughs> so I start with a, a, a small spattering of jalapenos and then I set my tray down. It's time to find out whether or not the chili and cheese machine works. <laughs> Here we go. So, okay, so I, I pick up my little my little pallet of nachos, and I start to do the first layer of cheese. Because it's always about two or three layers if you want to do them right. So I start with my first. start with my. What time is it now? About what time is it again? Uh, it's it's about midnight. It's about midnight. You've been waiting a long time for these nachos now. <laughs> I really wanted them. I went out of my way to pay $7 for a lift to go four blocks to the 7-Eleven so that I could purchase nachos. You know, I'm, I'm being a very good consumer. You So far, <laughs> so far, I, I must agree with you. So far, you've been given your daily all allocation of jalapenos. You've now, you have now hated the same person who has touched your food, <laughs> the trash from which... That should have gone to the trash can. <laughs> and and, and still. her grimy fucking hands all over her stupid phone. Uh, okay, I'm getting mad too early. <laughs> Hold on. Because <laughs> so far I'm still giving her the benefit of the doubt, okay? So I go to the, okay, so we're at the cheese part. I put the cheese on the nachos. I press the button. Farts of cheese. Not that nice, smooth, cover your nachos and cheese kind of. What you expect, 
You know, you don't get a good spread. This is this is I'm getting, I'm getting, cheese. I'm getting. This is this is this is what the sound of my life was <laughs> at 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 midnight. It was, it was. And it was it was it was very disheartening, very disappointing to see that my nachos were going to be a fucking a fucking C student. <laughs> So, so I said, oh, fuck it, let it go. It's, it's midnight. She just probably hasn't changed the cheese thing yet. You know, I'm sure that's on her list of to-dos. I'm sure that's part of what her boss told her how this store runs is that make sure the goddamn cheese is filled. We got customers. We're a 24-hour business. Make sure shit happens on time so this kind of thing doesn't happen. Okay. Privileged fucking concern. So I let it, I, again, I let it go. I let it go. But... The cheese is spurting. So I said, well, let me let me start with a let me uh, re up my plan of how to make nachos. Let's start with some chili. So I pressed the chili button and I try to cover it in a little chili. <laughs> Actually, it's chili. Chili works out fine. Chili works out fine. So here's what I do. I said, OK, OK, I got the chili. So let's OK, let's reorganize my plan. Let's go back to the condiments uh, booth and I'll throw some onions on there and maybe a few more spreadings of um of jalapenos and that's that's it for my limited run of jalapenos that i have Uh, and so uh, okay so so i get all that done and i go back and i'll say uh i go back to the cheese i say i'll just get the last very few splatterings of cheese and then that that should complete it look i'm halfway drunk it's like a $4 purchase. I'm going to get back into my Uber, or my Lyft and, and head back home. And I'm sure I will be fine with this. I'm sure I'll just, it, it's going to be fine. I'll just halfway drunkenly eat it and I won't care. And this will not be an issue. Until I got some fucking cheese on my hands and I needed to wipe off my goddamn hands. Okay, so I go. Okay, well, it's, I got, I got some, <laughs> I got some cheese on my hands. So what, 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 what would anybody do? Well, they would grab for a napkin. You're in the food service area. You got your nachos, your big bites, your shitty pizza. It's all this whole little station is set up for a customer to serve themselves food. Wouldn't you think that uh, maybe having a few napkins handy? would be, you know, something that a customer might want to have in their experience. <laughs> Before you continue your next sentence, <clears throat> it's times like this I wish I was there so I could just pop out from behind the candy stand well, and don't do hey, it. When you when we, when I get to the punchline, you wish you were there. <laughs> so, okay, so I, I look up right on top of the microwave that's sitting on top of the whole food apparatus is a napkin dispenser. No napkins. None. All I see is that very disappointing metal plate that reminds you of how your hands are going to be sticky for the rest of the day. (laughs) So I says, so I turn to the lady again and I says, excuse me, ma'am. She's still on her phone. Now, really, like, having a full conversation with Siri. <laughs> and, and I feel bad. She doesn't look up for, I'd say, about 20 seconds before I say, excuse me, ma'am. 
And she looks up, now halfway annoyed. Oh, this is where things get rough. Because <laughs> now I see the, that slight annoyance in her eyes that I'm bugging her a third time for service. And I says, she looks up, she says, yeah. I says, uh, where, there's, there's no napkins in the thing. I got a little cheese here, I'm sorry. But there's no napkins in your deal. She says, oh, well, napkins, she again points me to the opposite side of the store where the trash can is supposed to be. And she says, well, we got napkins over there by the Slurpees. Well, that's all, like, I'm making, like, well, yeah, I could do that. But also you have an empty napkin dispensary here. Like, this should have been taken care of. You work here. Like, this is a thing. Like, not only is your store full of backstock, which probably should have, that's probably your duty to put that up, but your food station is shit, and you should probably stock it, and now your napkins are out, and instead of doing what your job is, and just saying, oh, here, let me put some napkins in the thing, and making everything nice and, and neat, you instead, you tell me, as a customer, to go out of my way to the back of the store skirting your responsibilities to empty or to uh, fill the napkin dispensary. I said, well, fuck it. I said, don't worry about it. I lick my fucking palm. I go, I got it. Don't worry about it. Now I'm getting mad. Oh, now? (laughs) Now I'm getting mad because this has gone beyond the point of, um, this has gone beyond the point of letting somebody slide because it's late at night. Now I realize I'm dealing with somebody that doesn't give a fuck about their job. And because they're working the late shift, they're using that as an opportunity to get away with not working. If you would have looked on her phone, you would have saw multiple times on the text, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You should have known you should have known better than that. <laughs> I didn't because I'm too nice. I'm too nice when it comes to look because the whole reason I quit working day jobs 30 of them. You guys have listened to the podcast. You know my story at this point for uh, average listeners. The whole reason I quit this shit is because I know it's a drag to work. And I didn't want to be the kind of person that she was being. I got sick of being a shitty employee. I felt I could, you know, be a better person by using my talents and my... um... (sighs) Anyway, you get what I'm saying. You know, but I'm dealing with a person who doesn't care at all that is using that is you could tell she has been a lifetime fucking customer service employee. You know, there's no there's no doubt in my mind why she's working the late shift at 7-Eleven at this point. And it sucks because I know there's a 7-Eleven down the street from me where there's a guy that's been working there for seven years that really believes in his job that keeps an impeccable store that uh, follows all the rules and everything as a customer that you'd want is put in place. And that's just the only reason I didn't go to that guy is because he's a few further blocks down. I, I fucked up and I went convenience. I went for convenience and I put myself in a shitty store, which has been known for being shitty. And I deal with, of course, this lady who perpetuates the shittiness of this store. So here's what happens. Here's what happens. So she gives no napkins and goes back to her phone 
So I cover up my nachos. I'm as done as I can be with these nachos. Not the best in the world, but they're 7-Eleven nachos. They're not really, they're not fucking hot shakes anyway. But still, I got like a, like a C-plus version of uh, D-minus food. <laughs> so I take it to the counter. And then this is where I get a wild hair up my ass. And this is where I can easily be seen as an asshole. And I'm willing, I'm willing to own it. I'm willing to own it. But here's what happened. I says to the lady, uh, and she, keep in mind, she's, she's, she's still on her phone. I get to her register. The most important part of the transaction, as far as 7-Eleven corporate is concerned, she's still on her phone at the money exchange. <laughs> and and she, she kind of catches me out of the corner of her eye and kind of saunters up to the, she's taking her sweet time. She's still typing, texting, talking into her phone. And I'm ready to check out. I got this one purchase, these nachos. And I says to her, I got this crazy hair up my ass. And I says, you know, this was me trying to let her off the hook for this experience. But it was taken the wrong way. And it was taken in exactly the way you'd expect this kind of person to take it, which is exactly why they're working this kind of job at midnight. I says to her, I says, look, I'm not saying I'm a secret shopper because legally I can't. But here's a tip. Maybe when the customers come in, you have things stocked. I know it's a drag. I know it's late at night, but maybe stockier things i'm sure that's on your to-do list on your nightly shift have things stocked you know make sure you know customer service i'm i'm the only person in here like that makes your job incredibly easy you don't have to deal with uh, drive time rushes you don't have to deal with people getting off work and your store being flooded i'm the one customer that you're gonna have in a probably a good two hours so there's absolutely no excuse to not have all the kind of stuff done that you need to get to do. It's not like you're flooded with customers and so you can't fill in the napkin dispenser or make sure that the cheese is in stock or whatever. These are all things you you have extra time. You get to fulfill these things in a timely fashion because you don't have any customers. So when you do get a customer, they're kind of fucked off. I'm the fucked off person. I says I'm not... A, I'm not a secret shopper because I can't legally tell you whether or not I am. But maybe, just maybe, you know, you do these things. For, so for when the next person comes in, they're maybe not so fucked off. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know? And, and then this is what happens. She looks at me square in the eye and she says, Oh, wait, you got a problem with what's going on here? I say, I'm trying to tell you that there's, look, use me as a guinea pig. I'm not complaining, but there are, I can see where there are complaints to be had. All I'm saying is you might want to, you know, resupply the supplies. That's all I'm saying. Just make it easier for the ne your next customer. She says, uh, well, uh, if you got a problem with the service here, you know, shit, uh, you can just call to the manager. I don't give a shit. 
She's like immediately because I interrupted basically it's because I interrupted her phone call. I interrupted her personal life as I'm trying to be a customer. And so she says, well, uh, and I say, I say, well, what's please let's do that because now now I'm on board with the fight. Now it's a fight. Now there's attitude. Now I'm going to now I have to play this game. And she says, well, or I say, I'm um, sorry. I say, what's your what's your manager's name? Is he is he here? Is he in the back room? I know for certain that he's absolutely not in the back room. This is a franchise operation, and she has the shift alone. But I still say it. I say, is your manager here? Uh, no. Uh, but if you want his number, whatever. You're gonna have to. I give you his number. Uh, but you're gonna have to wait. If you want to talk to the manager, you got to wait. He gets here at six a.m. I says, I fucking ante it up, cause now I'm mad. And I said, okay, I will wait. I will wait. And she looks, and she's trying to stare me down. And I, and it, I cross my arms. I got the nachos in front of me sitting on the desk. I say, I will wait. And she backs up, and she sits on a crate, and she's ready to play the stare me down game. Doesn't break eye contact. I don't break eye contact. She sits down on a pile of crates, Next to the cigarettes, you know, you go about five feet back from the register and she sits down on a pile of milk crates. And then, <laughs> and here's the beautiful thing. <laughs> the milk crates give way. <laughs> she falls flat on her ass. <laughs> so I look at her and I say, fucking nice. Out loud, I say, nice. And then she gets up stumbles up she, milk crates are are being slung this way and that she's tried to to mangle her way up to a a, a position that warrants authority and she can't because she fucked up so bad uh, fell on her ass she gets up and she says uh at least i'm not a man with tits looks at me square in the eye and says that and I'm already walking off with the nachos. Didn't put any money down. I'm just taking the nachos at this point. I'm just taking the nachos. Which I did. And I says to her, well, at least I don't work at 7-Eleven. <laughs> and that shut her down flat. She had nothing to say. And I was already out the door. Oh, man. I fucking ruined her. I have fucking ruined her. Because <clears throat> she thinks that she, she, like, she, she has no idea who she's talking to. So she thinks that's going to like bug me or offend me. But she had fallen on her ass and then I completely dismissed her position in life. Like I totally won that thing. I head out out the door. I get into the car and my, my Lyft driver says, hey, so cool. Hey, how much were those nachos? I think I might want some of those. I said they were free. He goes, yeah, they were. How would you score that? I said, well, you know, she was just a really nice lady. <laughs> and then we fucking take off and, and I get dropped off home I enjoy my nachos at about a B plus level because that's what alcohol will do for you yeah. they'll, take, they'll take a C plus food they'll take a C plus version of a D minus food and give it a fucking B minus because alcohol is magical <laughs> and that was that was what happened last night Orion how was your day <laughs> Well, in my world, I, I deal in marketing, and 
my job is I deal with a, a bunch of privileged people that, that think that they can get whatever they want whenever they want it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my job is to simply explain to them that, unfortunately, you can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it. <laughs> and um, uh, my personal favorite is when people, they come to me and they say, um, whatever happened when the customer was always right? The customer's always right. The customer's always right. And I told them, well, the the customer is right when you're dealing with good when a when a good level store is dealing with good level customers. Right. When you're at Macy's and you're spending thousands of dollars, if there's something wrong, they're gonna fix it. If you're at Shamu if you're at Shamu and you have a fly in your soup, they're gonna take care of you all the way. But we're not the we're not the Macy's of 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 stores. We're not successful and been around for over four decades because we're the Macy's of stores. We're successful because we are the Walmart of stores. We have cut every cost we could to make sure that you save money. A criminal organization. Yes. <laughs> You've got jokes, I see. Um, your options are simple. You can either pay us more money and get the service you want, or you can get the items that you want at a great price and take what you get. There's never been a middle ground, and since the dawn of commerce people have tried to get that but you can't i mean you can get what you're looking for at major companies they'll be able to help you and do whatever you want but they're not going to do the things we do for you our warranties our warranties extend far greater than their warranties our services extend far greater than theirs but if you like to try it you're welcome to do so so they get mad and 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 I tell them to scratch their ass and get and get glad, basically. But there's, I can tell you this, there. Um, you would have been much better as soon as she fell on those egg crates. <laughs> you would have been much better asking, "Would you? Did you text them that? <laughs> did you?" You know, there was a security guard that walked in just at just as I was passing through the door, and I looked over my shoulder and I gave her that line. Saying, "Hey, at least I don't work at Seven Eleven." There's her her night security guard walking in, so I'm sure she shared that story. You should have looked at him and said, "Try the nachos; they're great." <laughs> so, look here's here's what I want to do. Um, I do have a somebody that I want to get to a super listener of ours by the name of Don. Okay, and. Uh, before I get to, he, he sent us a question on the burner line, and uh, actually he sent us several questions. We're just going to get to one of them, but I definitely want to give this listener the plug. He is, a, he is a fantastic listener. He is a loyal listener. His name's Don, and uh, he works in a radio station out of Iowa. Uh, his name's, uh, his on-air name is Big Don. He's at 93.9. Uh, Z93FM in uh, Iowa. Uh, that's uh, Keokuk, Iowa. Uh, he's, his show runs from uh, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. And they play all the classic hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Okay, And you can check out his show by going to www.radiokeokuk.com. Links in the description for the spelling. Um, and yeah, so here's what Dawn has to say to us. Uh, Don asks real quick, um, 
He asks first, how did you and Orion meet? Sorry if you've answered this before. Uh, he hasn't listened to all the shows that we have. Well, we did actually go over the story of how Orion and, and I met uh, a few shows ago. Um, we'll go over that story again, but we're a little bit pressed for time, so we'll get to that question uh, in a few shows. Let's get to the second question. <clears throat> how about the worst album by a band you really like or used to like? Uh, he says, for me, Kiss Music from the Elder, or Music from the Elder, that's the name of the title, Kiss, Music from the Elder. Mm -hmm. um, that was the end of Kiss for me. Orion, let's touch on that before we head out. Uh, do you have any bands that you love that have albums that you just cannot stand that you said to yourself, Jesus Christ, what the hell happened to these guys? Unfortunately, no. I, I listen to, although I listen to a very eclectic list of, um, of bands, they've never put out anything I didn't like. Now, I'm not saying that it's not critically acclaimed. I didn't say everybody else liked them. I'm just saying that I like them. That's that's two different things. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of on the same boat. I, I kind of give people a little bit of a leeway, especially when they're bands I love. I, I try to find a way to, like, when something comes out that just right off the top sounds like it's like they've lost their way, I'm too big-hearted enough to the bands I like to where I will find a way to rationalize a way to like their, we'll say their lesser efforts. Um, but that is a very interesting question. And I'm sure with a little bit of research and a little bit of being able to like ruminate on it, um, that I definitely do have an answer for you. But the main answer right now is that we're really picky and choosy about yeah. the kind of bands we like. And so we are definitely the kind of people that would give our favorite bands the benefit of the doubt. Um, I don't think there's any question there. Right. Uh, but it's still a valid question, and I would still like to answer it and, and actually tell you something that I think I just fucking hated by a band, but it's going to take me some time to uh, to think on it. So again, that's another question uh, we'll get to uh, in a later episode because I think it's an interesting question. I think there's absolutely an answer. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But again, for Big Dawn on 93.9 Z93 FM, definitely check out this guy's show and you can find it at www.radiokiokuk.com. Um, He's playing all the classic hits from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and his show is from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. So, again, find the links in the description and uh, go check out Don's show. He's a super listener of ours, so he's a friend of ours. That means he's a friend of yours. If you're a listener of this show, go check out his show. Um, I don't know that I have anything to plug as of this show. Uh, Ryan, do you? Actually, um, yes, yes, I do, because I jam in multiple bands I'm going to start letting people know about the gigs that I play with these bands. Um, two bands that I will be playing with over the next couple of weeks is a a band by the name of Going Native. Um, it's it's an all-female band, minus myself, because I play drums. Not to say that there are ladies that don't play drums. They just never found it a It sounds like drum. you're saying that. It sounds like you're super sexist. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> 
sometimes you just sometimes <laughs> you just have to slap a female drummer in the mouth. <laughs> but um, I, I I do not endorse the actions or intentions of Orion Quest. But you will film them. <laughs> um, oh, anyway. absolutely. I mean, there's money to make. <laughs> Oh, um, Going Native is going to be at the Texas Musicians Museum over in Irving, Texas on Friday the 12th. We'll be playing for four hours. Um, their their music is covers everything from Eurythmics to Bonnie Raitt. It's a very, very vast, vast, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Spectrum. Right. Um, the other band is a band out of Frisco and Carrollton, respectfully, called Solid Rock. We're going to be at Tyranny's in Louisville on the 19th. Solid Rock covers a lot of uh, progressive as well as eclectic bands. You can find everything there from the Monkees all the way to Asia. And it's a, a guitar player, bass player, keyboards, and myself. Once again, that's going to be on the um, 19th at Tyranny's in Louisville. Links in the description. Anything else, kid? No, I think that's it. Why don't you shut this fucker down? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the approximate podcast is a 7-Eleven production. <laughs> you can find me or Nacho on the Twitter <laughs> at Approxpod. That's A-P-P. Nacho customer no <laughs> more. Nacho customer no more. Um, you can find me or Jamie on the Twitter at Approxpod. Once again, that is at Approxpod. You can find the Approximate Podcast on all media outlets, SoundCloud, iTunes, and the mothership, ApproximatePodcast.com. What, what? YouTubers, as always, like, share, and subscribe. Kid, give them the burner line. The burner line is 817-673-3704. Again, that's 817-673-3704. You call that line, you give us a text, you send us a text message, and we will answer your comments and questions on the show. So do that. Uh, I think that's it, right? At least I'm not a guy with tits. At least I don't work at 7-Eleven. <laughs> Good night. Take it easy. <laughs>